welcome back. God, I hate us so much. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's, we got to come up with something better than that. I don't think so. I think we've trademarked it by now. <laughs> can't, can't move out of it. Hate it. Um, so we were we were bouncing around ideas of you know what what we were gonna kind of talk about today, and there's one story in particular <laughs> that I'm like you know what I'm gonna tell this story today <laughs> no matter what the topic is <laughs> I'm just gonna bring it up somehow so this is it so it was it was within I would say it's within like the first two months honestly of, of working here. Um, you know, obviously I'm still being trained on a lot of things, but one of the main things I was going to, I was learning, um, within that time period were cremations, um, you know, because Steve was needing help and, you know, Chris was not, Chris is off like every other day, you know? So I was like, you know, I, I'll learn cremations. Like that, that sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> uh, so, um, I was in the process of, of learning cremation. So I had, I'd done, you know, a, a one or two that day or whatever. But I needed to go to the library afterwards. And my friend works there. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm working. He's like, just stop by after work. And I hope you um, get, get the books that you need and, and all that stuff. So I went in. Um, and, and we were talking for a minute. But I was wearing black pants. And he was like, <laughs> my friend Trevor, he's like, Micah, you have um, dust or dirt on your pants. And he went to go, like, wipe it off for me. And I, and I like, I, like, grab his hand. And I'm like, Trevor. <laughs> It's human remains. <laughs> I was like, I did not know <laughs> that I had anything on my pants. But I was like, you probably don't want to brush that off. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, don't tell people that. <laughs> I was like, well, there's not a conversation. I'm like, hey, I have human remains on my pants. <laughs> so it was just like the uh, dust particles yeah, yeah. from a knot that you just like. The processing part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is. It's just still crazy to me because I, I feel like an archaeologist every time I'm in that garage um, mm-hmm. because so once once someone gets cremated, um, so they're in the, the retort and we um, kind of rake them out and we put them in our processor. Um, but before they officially go in to the processor um, that has like a, a grinder um, device, mm-hmm. um, you have to cipher through all of the uh, remains for any metals, um, and there's uh, screws and staples in a lot of them, um, you know, so we, I kind of just go through, and it's it's literally like you're dusting through bones, and I'm like, oh, man, I should be on Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Do you tell yourself that those are like old animals, like you're like, I mean, kind of like an archaeologist, like, you know, you're just like... Sweeping through them. No, and like, I tell myself that they're human <laughs> remains. Well, I mean, like, like, <laughs> because gotta, like, to me, <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> See, to me, I'm uh, like, this is a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I, I think that you kind of have to have a l- little bit of a, a warped or weirder um, mindset to work at a funeral home. Absolutely. Like, I wouldn't say any of us are 100% normal <laughs> or even 90%. Normal, normal, <laughs> yeah. Normal. What is normal? <laughs> words, words, words. <laughs> uh, so, you know, to me, no, I don't tell myself what, what like, it, for, for Ken and Jeff, when they dig 
the graves and they're lowering the casket, like they don't they don't tell themselves that there is a body in that casket. They think that they're just burying a casket. Like that's what they tell themselves. Um, in order to do their jobs, because Ken's like, oh, if I if I just know, or if I just keep thinking that there's a human body in there, like I, I there's no way I could do this job. And I was like, but that is what you are doing. <laughs> he's Very like, nope, true. nope, I'm just putting a casket in the ground, just an empty just casket. An empty <laughs> Fun fact: Jeff um, was actually going to become a funeral director and even served his apprenticeship and everything. He just lacked taking his test. Oh, I did not fun know facts. that. Yeah, so I wouldn't know a, if that's a fun fact for Jeff, but <laughs> I'm sure it's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact for sure. We were uh, busy one day, and I think I was like the only person left back, and I had a house call, and I wanted to take someone with me because I knew the house because I knew the area, and I knew they were all like mm-hmm. steep stairs in the very beginning, like in the front of the house, and so I knew that going into it, and so I texted Jeff and I said, "Hey, can you help me on this call?" Well, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I said, Jeff, I said, you did this for so long. I said, you definitely know what you're doing. I said, you're fine. And we went in there and he acted like he had never quit doing it or <laughs> still a pro. I love that. What's funny about that is I cannot see him um, doing that. Mm-mm. But I haven't, you know, I didn't know him as as that. I know him as Schwan, <laughs> Schwan twin. Fun fact about that. Oh, God. He did not see himself doing that either, which is why he did not go take his test. <laughs> well, okay. Sometimes you just know. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just know when you know. I think that you know. um, whenever I, I first thought about going into the funeral industry or whenever I first got this job, like everybody like that I mentioned, like they were like, oh, we can totally see that for you. Mm. Like it was just like, a, oh, man, why didn't I even think about this sooner? Yeah. Kind of thing. But, Yeah. Crazy. Life, man. <laughs> Life. Whenever I told everyone that I was coming here, they were like, you're going to go do what? <laughs> but mine was actually more, um, at that point, I was actually supposed to just, just run be Lifetime a Companion. Oh, I didn't know that. So I was coming over here to do that Which morph, so. Lifetime Companion was our uh, pet cremation service. Yes. Um, but we no longer um, have that company. We do we not. sold it. So that's what I was supposed to come do. So everyone, but we still um, get a lot of calls for that. Oh, <laughs> way, 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 way. Yeah. Um, and I was leaving the sheriff's department, mm-hmm. and they were like, "You're gonna go do what? You're gonna you're gonna cremate <laughs> dead what, pets? What'd you say you're gonna do?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, that is that's kind of what I'm gonna go do." But I knew this was more of the the. I think field I would I'm have wondering. a harder time um, cremating pets. See now, is that I, weird? That's no, weird. no, it's not because I thought the same thing. Because to me, it is very sad. Um, <laughs> not that he, not that humans are no, not. No, no, but it's because you know, like with humans, I get to see their life through their pictures. You know, like when we make a DVD for a family or something on those lines, like I get to see all that they did. Yeah. But with a pet, I only get to see the pet, and all I get to see is the hurt that the family is going through. I don't get to like see what yeah. all that pet got to do and. Yeah. Um, That's weird. We had a visitation um, yesterday, and these three kids, uh, like, came and, and sat with me in the hallway, and they were, like, asking a bunch of questions. And one of one of the girls was like, "I don't know how you all do, um, what what you do. Like, I can't. I couldn't even touch that casket up there, or I couldn't even touch." And then they said the the loved one's name, um, and I was just kind of bluntly honest with them for a moment, and I was like, "Well." 
to be fair, like you know this person personally. You know, like you 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 know him. So, you know, like that's probably the reason why you can't touch it. And I said, and not not to be a little heartless, but I don't know him. So <laughs> it's easier from that uh, yeah. point of view uh, for me because I don't. Um, now, with that being said, if not all of them are easy and, and not not any of them are easy. I mean, mm-hmm. death is still a, a hard thing, um, but it's easier when you don't personally know them. Yeah. I think the harder part, for me in that aspect is that I've been here long enough now that um, I've waited on a family for someone who's passed away, and now it's to the point where the people I sat with, they are starting to pass away. Yeah. So it's, you know, so I So you're starting a, to, yeah. We did have one of those recently, and that was, yeah. that was a little, that was a bit sad. Like, I've built a relationship <laughs> with them, and then, and now they've passed away, yeah. but the reason that we built our relationship was because their loved one passed away, and, yeah. I mean, it's, that's. Hard. I, I always um, now um, that I've been doing this for a, a, a little bit longer, um, I worry about when a personal loved one of mine mm-hmm. does pass. Like if I would be, I mean, obviously I'll still be sad, but I would, I would think that I would handle it way differently now than what I would have before working in this industry. If, oh, does that sure. make sense? Yes. Now, one thing though about being in the funeral business mm-hmm. is whenever you do lose a. a close loved one, like your family, mm-hmm. it's almost like we feel like in our roles that we can't necessarily grieve yeah. the way because, one, we're going to be in a, in a work mode. Oh, I wonder that, too. <clears throat> if, and if my family would consider, like, me as as work mode, like, they would be like, yeah. hey, I need you to do this, or can, can you help? Like, Absolutely. you know, like, which is 100% fine um, because that is what I signed up for, not for my personal loved ones because I don't want them to die, but, you know, like— I would wholeheartedly help them out mm-hmm. for sure. Like I would definitely be there every step of the way. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I, I know for a fact that I, I, I mean, I think anyways, that I would handle it differently now than Oh, for sure. Than but before. it's also good when your family would almost consider you in work mode because it's them knowing that you will take care of it and everything, yeah. you know, to them, it's, it's going like to help a with their mind. grief. Yeah, peace of mind for them. We don't get to go through our grief necessarily. So I feel like yeah. anyone in the funeral business has to put their grief off for a little bit. So it's almost hard for us to grieve at that exact time. Yeah. It's like we don't get to start grieving until weeks later like, Yeah, when everyone else is maybe in their second or third step in the grief process. Yeah. We don't get to start until later, which is kind of yeah. hard. I mean, which hopefully I don't find out firsthand for a very, very, very long time. But mm-hmm. I just, I do, I do wonder about that. I have and thought about it. I, yeah, and I wonder if every, if like you know, every everybody that works in the funeral industry is kind of like that, or if other people are just completely normal about it, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know what, no, I am going to grieve, and I'm not, you know. I think it kind of depends because I I have the same mindset with people that I know, like specific people that I personally know. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, especially if I find out they're in bad health or if they aren't doing good or something, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I think of when I hear that they're not in good health is when they pass away, what am I going to do? Yeah. And it, it's it's scary because some of them I think about and I'm like, I know I would do great for them and for the family. But mm-hmm. to me, I also feel like I don't think I would – I don't know how to explain it. Like I feel like I would just judge myself the whole time and feel like I'm not doing enough or not doing the best. Like I want to to do the best and – yeah. But I think I would just. I think I I'd be nervous. Think yeah, I don't. I don't think I would be. Honestly, I, 
again, it depends on who who it is and like how close I'm I'm with them. And I'm, like if it's my immediate family, like no, I'm not going to be nervous about that. Like they mm-hmm. they know me, I know them, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but if it's just like I don't know, like a friend um, that I knew like a long time ago, or you know, like I I don't know. It just depends on the situation, I guess. I think mine are like if I knew the person who passed away more than I maybe knew their family. Yeah. Like I feel like I would just like be if I died, around do them. you think that you'd be nervous around my family? I don't think you should. <laughs> Listen, if I keep coming yeah. to family events, <laughs> yeah. I won't be. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact Christine just went to my Easter. <laughs> I appreciate the Mattingly family for hosting me. Uh, yeah. We're wild. We're wild. Um, anybody can come <laughs> for next time. Tammy is probably like, oh no, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so it's just it's just wild. Um, which again, I, I hope I never I know for a very long time. But we'll see when that time comes. We will definitely see. Um, another uh, question that one of the girls asked, and it was so funny to me. And she was like, um, "When you guys get the bodies ready." Is it in a different building or is it here? <laughs> I was like, no, it's here. It's the funeral home. Like, <laughs> as soon as they're in our care, like, they stay with us. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I watched this movie <laughs> <laughs> and they took them somewhere else. And I was like, well, not us. Not us. We get a lot today. of crazy questions. I say crazy, but we get a lot of questions. But I love how blunt kids are with theirs. I like they're how so their funny. minds think. Like, they think yeah. of questions. That I'm like, I never. I don't think I would have ever thought about that. <laughs> Not as a kid. No. Uh, they did ask if they could go down to the basement. They they said, "How many bodies you got down there?" I said, "Well, we call them loved ones." Um, and I said, "There's probably a good three or four of them." Um, and then the the little boy said, "Well, can we go see?" And I said, "Absolutely not. <laughs> no way." <laughs> you probably ruined their hopes and dreams of getting to see probably the care center and. <laughs> Come back with that question when you're 18. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll discuss you helping out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just funny. One, um, so the the cremation process, speaking of, um, I mean, the, our story in the beginning was, was about cremation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the cremation process, um, once, you, you know, like obviously we get the proper paperwork, um, the coroner has to sign off on it as well as the family. But the family signs off on it first and mm-hmm. then the coroner. And then we make sure that our funeral director has signed it as well. Um, so we fill out all this paperwork. Um, we put the loved one um, in the retort. And depending on size, you know, sometimes they um, are in the retort for, I would say, about three Three hours. Three, I think I'd, well, I'd say three, common. three hours, three and a half, or four hours. I mean, if they're larger, they're in there for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So you know, sometimes four, but not not very, very often are they four. Um, so from there, after four hours or or three and a half or three, whatever. Um, so we'll raise that door a little bit and kind of let it cool off uh, before we um, get them out. Um, but after they've cooled for a little bit, we'll we'll get them out and we'll put them um, in this kind of like a, a metalish bin, I would say. And then um, we'll let it cool, way cool off um, in there. If there's any um, like big metal pieces, we'll go ahead and like um, I, what would what would you say those gloves are called? Like just big cloth gloves. They're I don't like know what the fire they, the, the fire resistant. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know what safety they're what they're gloves. called. Yes, safe. we'll get our safety gloves <laughs> um, on, and we'll we'll get uh, the big pieces of, of metal that we can go ahead and see 
um, once they cool off, uh, we put them on top. Um, like this, this machine that is the processor has like a bin in there, and so like we'll we'll dump them out and and put it on there. Um, and and it has like a screen that has it goes through like all of our steps. Um, so like we'll go through with like a little um, magnet um, and get all the the small pieces um, of metals that that it will find. Uh, but then before putting them in to the processor uh, for the grinding part, you know we'll we'll cipher through all the all the metal pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so then once they're in to the processor, we'll you know turn on the button and it probably takes like a good a good 30 Mississippi seconds um, to process. Um, mm-hmm. And so all that will go down into another little um, area and it goes into a plastic bag, which is in a temporary um, urn. Sometimes they're real urn, mm-hmm. um, depending on on what they kind of want. Um, but it's and then we get it from there, um, and then it just kind of sets out. And I say sets out in the garage, but it's in a, in a shelf uh, with with the paperwork. And then we with, like we call the family, but until like we don't immediately bring them into the building. Like we wait until the family comes in, and then we'll go out and get them, mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. Do you know why? Um, one of the reasons, at least, why the cremains will go into the plastic bag. So we can switch them out. That, but also, <laughs> <laughs> but also, I don't know how true it is, but this is what I think. Uh oh. Um. So, like, you see in the movies, like, whenever someone's cremated and they they dump over the urn and it shatters and they go everywhere. It's in case if oh, they yeah. dump their urn and like it it shatters, like oh, they yeah. drop it on accident. It's um, not going to go everywhere. That is like what also one of my like biggest fears <laughs> is when. <laughs> When we have them in actual urns that the family has picked out and they're breakable, I'm a very clumsy person. (laughs) And I know, I know one day that is going to bite me in the rear um, and I'm going to, yeah, I'm I'm carrying them. Like a baby Um, almost. Yeah. Two-handed for sure. Always. Um, But I'm always scared that I'm going to (laughs) trip and drop it and it's going to shatter and then I'm going to probably cry. I think at that point I would just say, "Well, <laughs> I'm leaving." Yeah. Because one, I know I I'm fired. Yeah, I can't face this family right now. Like <laughs> two, I just don't know what I would do. I just, I don't think I. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. I mean, obviously, we would pay for that urn. <laughs> it's not the family's fault. I think they would be. I would hope that they would be lenient towards me once they see me cry. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't yell at me. I feel bad enough. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to hope that that never, ever, ever happens. But let's yes. face it. One day, I just know it will. I know it will. <sighs> I'm nervous about it. <laughs> oh, so nervous. You know what um, sometimes helps people to focus more? Thinking about dropping it. No. Oh. <laughs> big turkey foot coffee. Oh, big, big turkey foot coffee. That was a good one. <laughs> big turkey foot coffee, which you can find on our website at www.youldietrying.com. Where you can get exclusives and merch and And big. see our pictures. Nathan sent us our, the website and our pictures are on it. So they y'all go are. check it out and holla at your girls. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.